Welcome to The Coaching Podcast with Simon Blair and Emma Doyle, the show that explores how to coach for success in both sport and business. Simon is owner and founder of Five Degrees and is a customer experience coach specializing in sales and customer service for contact centers. Emma is a performance coach, mentor and speaker with more than 20 years experience in coach education, both in Australia and around the world. In this episode, Emma interviews Sonia Karras and Sacha Kaluri. Australia's leading experts and speakers in a wide range of the adolescent and family issues Australian society is faced with today. The friends and colleagues have a mission to open up taboo discussion topics with people across Australia with a down-to-earth attitude, determined to make talking about the tough stuff easy. Speaking to more than 300 secondary schools in Australia each year, as well as running parent and teacher seminars, they openly tackle what most people won't with a positive and humane approach designed to break down barriers and assist young people in their quest for acceptance. Currently, they are busy promoting the release of their just published book, The Two Worlds of Your Teenager, how to help your teen start their career on the right foot and safely enjoy the fun of being young. Hello and welcome to the Coaching Podcast. I'm Emma Doyle here with two amazing ladies. It's so good to um, to have you on the show, Sasha and Sonia. Um, first question, I'm going to um, put it over to you, Sasha. Tell me, uh, uh, pineapple on a pizza, yes or no? What's, oh. what's your take? You've actually asked the wrong chick because I am a 100% no, but Sonia is a 100% yes. And she has like <laughs> mushrooms. It's like a but oh, no way. No, no way am I going to. opening question. podcast we have experienced. Can I tell you? Did not expect that in a million years. Pro pineapple completely. Sometimes been known just to eat the pineapple and the cheese, not the crust. Fantastic. So in, in, in which case, because you've answered so um, so perfectly, um, I'll, I'll then say, so what I'd like you to now share is a moment um, in your journey as a parent or as a coach or as a leader in this space, um, especially with connecting you know, children with healthy living. Um, what's a moment that hasn't gone so well? And what might be the lessons for our listeners? And of course, your question would be, what's something that has gone well? And what are then the lessons for the parents or or um, coaches or leaders in this area. So does that kind of make yeah, sense? Yeah, great. So I would have to say when we have been rejected from things. So if you've wanted something so desperately and you think to yourself, oh, look, I just want this. This is exactly what I want. This would be perfect for us. We would you know, align so perfectly in working with that brand and then bang, they just reject us and say no. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's that moment where you just sit back and think, oh, it's never going to work. What's the point we've tried this and and sometimes you'll get like a spurt of no's like it's a constant no 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 and you think how can this actually be happening we're out there doing a really good job people are Mm -hmm. thinking it's really great our brand is is doing really well and then you'll think you know we're rock stars you should probably (laughs) hang out with us and then they'll just go no and I think one of the things that I love about a no is even though I don't actually love the no is that it it brings you back to being humble it Mm -hmm. brings you down so we're about losing your ego Mm -hmm. because being in an environment and a job that means that you're speaking you're on stage we got to do a red carpet um it does mean that you get a lot of we do yeah and get it down, <laughs> laid it ourselves. Well, let's not get too horny to it here, right? Let's just bring it back down again. <laughs> we had to buy it from Bunnings. 
Hey, whatever works. I'm into that. If you can't, if Fake you can't, it till you make it. You make your own and you vacuum your own red carpet. There's nothing like vacuuming your own red carpet. <laughs> so when you're doing all of those things, you can often start to think, gee, I'm really good. I'm yeah. doing so well. Yeah. And then somebody brings you back down to reality. And I actually really like that because I don't ever want to live in the clouds to think that everything that I do is fantastic. I, I want to be able to constantly improve myself. And that's what it does. It makes you reflect and say, actually, maybe you may be a little bit correct in what you're saying. Maybe yeah. I didn't hit the mark on that. Maybe I wasn't mm. so good or what? how can I possibly improve? So mm. being thinking that you're good all the time is not the right answer to yeah. it. Yeah, beautiful. And then the flip side of that, something that has gone well and, and what, what are the, the lessons within the success all right, well, I'll give you an example of something that actually happened last night. So we um, we speak in schools all the time, a um, couple of hundred a year, actually. And um, and it, it I love that every time we walk into a room, we get that same sense of, oh, this is what we love to do every single time, you know. And it, it, we've been doing it for 17 years. So that means that you're on the right track with something, you know, if you can actually get that same feeling. And then if you can deliver in a way that connects with your audience so much that they want to come back and talk to you later on in, and, and talk to you in a really real personal kind of way, then I think that's a massive win. And that happened last night. There was a you know a guy that I'd spoken to in a seminar and he just shot me a message. We weren't Facebook friends and he just shot me a message and said, listen, I just want to have a chat with you. I've got, got, I've got some stuff that I'm struggling with. Would you mind, you know, being my ear? far away mate you know and then um and then said that you know he's been really struggling he had a death in the family the first death in the family um really struggling you know trying to self-medicate with drugs and alcohol and you know had actually thought about you know some sort of you know, had some serious thoughts of yeah you know checking out and um and i was so every time that happens i just I just think, oh, that's why, you know, that's why we do this, yeah? And I said to him, I want you to talk to somebody in your school. I'm going to get in contact with the person that you need to talk to. Would you be cool with that? And he said, yeah, if you could break the ice for me, that would be really amazing. So he wanted help. He wanted to get it done, but he just didn't know how to say it. And how to take that first step. How to take the first step. Mm. And also... And so just knowing that, and particularly with boys, because sometimes our boys are just, they just, they just don't know how to say it. They don't yeah. know. And so that feeling of, wow, this kid chose me, you know, chose us to talk to and say, this is what I'm struggling with. Can you help me? That takes guts and, and that's really brave to do that. And to be able to connect with somebody and have that, have them feel comfortable enough yeah. to do that. That's a win. Fantastic. The next question's the sliding doors question. So you know when your life is heading one way, something, someone happens, you end up turning dramatically left mm. instead of right. We have many throughout our life. Mm. Um, yeah. You girls have been around for, you know, in the industry, as you said, 17 years mm. doing this. Mm. Well, is there one that jumps out at you that you could share with us that, that really uh, maybe is, is the reason why you're doing what you're doing today or, or a different one? It's totally up to you. Is there a sliding doors moment? I really like that question. You've got really good <laughs> questions. You're going to make us step it up for our interview for <laughs> questions sliding doors moments I would have to say right back at the beginning of my career when I actually met somebody that was also a speaker and they were speaking to young people and instead of just being one of those people that were in the audience and would walk away and say wow that was really interesting I literally went up to that person and said I just need to know more about what you're doing and that was 17 years ago and said wow. 
what do you do? And they said, well, I work with young people and I'm all about empowering young girls, about making sure that they're financially secure and not ever having to rely on somebody else. And I went, that just resonates with me. And I said, do you think, and I I told her my story that I'd owned my own business and I'd always taken care of myself financially. And I said, do you think I'm the kind of person that could possibly do something like that? And she said, yes, absolutely. And then I went home that night and thought, oh, I don't know. Am I good enough? Is my story okay? I don't know. And I had to look for uh, some uh, some paperwork, like a birth certificate or something. I was applying for a passport or something. And I went into my mum's cupboard. And I found a box, and inside that box was every report from prep to year 12. And it, and I just sat there on the floor in my mum's, like, hallway mm. reading these reports, and it just said, every report said, Sasha talks too much in class. <laughs> and then I went, oh, my God, like, I, that's really? all I do. I talk, so I need to figure out a way to get paid to talk. Yeah. So that was a, a big moment for me. And it all kind of coincided together. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Thank you for sharing. Sonia? Good story. Sliding doors moment. Um, yeah, actually, when when a mutual friend of ours, um, and that was another actually similar story. So there, there's a girl called Michelle Palmer and she um, she introduced us and I met her because... Oh, so you're not related no, oh wow! Related. Oh, well, you just get there's so much great energy in the room. Oh wow! No, yeah. no, 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 we're not oh, related. No, oh. not at all. So, it's actually really similar story because Michelle Palmer was the MC for a women in business breakfast, and I thought she was amazing, right? So I just walked up to her and I said, and I'd already started speaking. I'd mm-hmm. been speaking for I don't know, nearly a year, and um, and I just walked up to her and I said, "You were so good, like." I really loved your vibe and your style and, you know, you were really, like, you're approachable and you're friendly and do you want to be friends? <laughs> do you want to hang out? And that's hard to say as a grown-up, right? It's really hard to say. She's like, yeah. So we kind of connected and then she, after a while, she said, I think um, you should meet this friend of mine who also does, you know, talks in schools. And then so she connected us, um, Sasha and I, together and our first phone call was like four hours. It was like we were, Brilliant. you know, on a first date. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. we could not, we just didn't like, want to hang up. We just, yeah, we didn't want to hang up. Yeah. And I think it was just, it was just, you know, hanging out with Sash and starting to, you know, and to, I, I was in business for myself. You know, this was the thing that I was doing. Mm. on my own and then all of a sudden I had this person who was doing this, the same thing as me not in competition you know just um and and was somebody that I could actually say this is what happened today and she would exactly understand what that was and so that was my you know that was my to get to go yeah. there yeah. and you know have that that right feelings about you know mm. this is a person I think that we can do some really special stuff with mm. so I think it was that me yeah. yeah brilliant uh, in one to a maximum of three words what do you think makes a great coach oh oh okay one to three words oh one to three <laughs> words makes a great coach support belief and um, maybe guidance 
How's that for my yeah. three words? Yeah. Oh, no. Brilliant. You were actually a sliding doors moment. Do you know that? Because yeah. I, Sonia was telling me about podcasts and I literally just thought to myself, I need to start looking up podcasts that are really interesting and I need to connect with what's going on. And you were the very first one oh, that I listened the to. the first podcast. The first podcast oh. ever. So you were a sliding door, and I got up, and I thought, oh, I need to contact this chick, because uh, that was pretty interesting. So there you go. Oh, that's my first podcast. <laughs> Love it. I didn't even know how to Love look it. up a podcast. We actually had a podcast, and I didn't even know how to find it, so I found <laughs> yours before I found ours. <laughs> it's that bizarre. Um, but interestingly, the podcast has been one of the, the best things that I've ever done. Um, just starting a podcast, um, the, the people that I've met and had access to, for example, um, so in 10 days I'm going to New York and I'm having coffee with a woman called Claude Silva, who's, uh, she's the chief heart officer at VaynerMedia. And we, we, aha, 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 that's what I'm doing. Are you serious? Are you serious? In two weeks. You're like two seconds away from Gary. Uh Aha. Yeah. Uh Aha. So just so you know. You will meet Gary. Just so you know, um, that's because of the coaching podcast. Which, by the way, what? do you know how I started the podcast? I went to um, how to be how to become a great speaker, like a workshop, free workshop in the city. This guy sits next to me. He's a business coach. We got talking, and he's my co-host, Simon Blair. Yeah, oh isn't that cool? God. And how did the thing? Anyway, I'll anyway, oh, yeah, God. we'll get to that. Sorry, <laughs> it's back to you. Sorry, oh, that's no. just. See, that's just. This so is it. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So one to a maximum of three words. What do you think makes a great coach? Yeah, I'm going to say authentic. Oh, that's a good one. And open. Beautiful. Beautiful. And finally, our last question. Because we're all about keeping it real. I've just got to say, we're all about keeping it real. And so all of the stuff that we do, all the shows that we do, all the speaking that we do is this is us on it this is us you get to get it what all the things that we've stuffed up yes. all the times that we've just made complete idiots of ourselves mm-hmm. and how we've you know overcome all of that you get the real deal mm-hmm. we're not fluffing it over yeah brilliant oh, non-judgmental as well mm. like being able to just be free to let people mm. speak in front of you and then mm. say how they feel and then you're just going to absorb it i would mm. say as well oh, lucky you're a team because she had two you had three you added in one more so yeah. that's a total of six <laughs> is perfect working together um our final question is um where we ask you to ask ask a, a question so you know when you meet other successful entrepreneurs business people coaches what's that one thing that really intrigues you what what do you want to know more about for our listeners to ponder on a a nice reflective question for them okay emma i would have to ask you when you are frightened and you just feel like i don't know if i can do that what tips you over the edge to make say yes i can Mm -hmm. beautiful question thank you oh no answer. That's a good question, So when I get together with Simon, yep. then we'll we'll in we're in a studio like this actually. We yep. he's got a great sound room yep. and we do our sound quality is really I think that's one of the, the successes of our podcast so far. The sound is really great, which I think is really important for the listener. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, then we'll 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 reflect on that and bounce the, the question off together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine is how do you handle the nose? Yeah. How, yeah, that's the thing. Because I think that's out of all of the stuff that we've done, I think that's the thing that we struggle with here and there. You know, And it's often that 
actually all the time I'll take the nose really hard sometimes and but Sash won't at yeah. this like hers like, oh, it's all right Sonny don't worry about it it's okay we'll move on and I have my little pity party for half an hour and then I'm all right but you know when there's that when we were doing the expo there was a lot there was like a sequence of no 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 no's and sort of it got really you know and we were tired and we were full on and it was you know had babies like literally babies had exited our bodies two weeks before we had an expo you know so it was it was a crazy time so how do you handle that yeah i love i love to find out from people and that's that's a beauty is sometimes of being in partnership isn't it as well just to actually have someone to bounce it off when one person slightly maybe energy level or the nose really hurt and then the next right come on let's go so happy wednesday so thank you so much for being on the show absolutely loved loved the interview really appreciate your time and also obviously your book um last friday was the launch um could you just uh, this is for bonus content now just maybe one or one or two top tips out of the book um and just or, or an experience from last Friday night. Read the book. That's what we say. Okay. <laughs> the okay. two worlds yeah. of you. Well, I'm, I've, I'm buying my copy today, oh. so I'm hoping uh, that, oh, that, and I want it signed, please. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the tip would actually be to for a, for a parent to actually read it, and when they're actually read it, to be really open to the ideas that we're giving, because sometimes they may actually say, "I've tried that, done that," and to go read that book with an open mind and think. It's constantly trying. So it's not giving you one solution in parenting. It means that you're just constantly doing and you're shuffling from mm. different strategy to another. Yeah, awesome. Talk, 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 communicate. There's stacks and stacks and stacks of tips in the book around communicating with your teenagers. Often that's a time where you disconnect with your kid, but that's the time where you have to fight harder because they need you the most, yeah? So yeah. you and we've given you lots and lots of stories to say, you know, oh, I read this in this book. What do you think about this? It's conversation starters, and yeah. you just keep that talking going yeah. because they need you so much. Yeah, yeah. My favorite, one of my favorite questions is tell me more. Mm. It's just such an open beautiful question soft inviting to just you know it doesn't matter what they say you, there's no right or wrong so thank you so much ladies thank, thank you so much Emma. you're listening to the coaching podcast brought to you by five degrees australia's number one in call quality monitoring and coaching for contact centers visit five degrees spelled f-i-v-e at fivedegrees.com.au to find out how you can supercharge your sales and customer service efforts and the coaching podcast also brought to you with thanks to emma doyle international speaker mentor and performance coach specializing in communication women in leadership and coach education for players parents club schools and coaches right around the world visit emmadoyle.com.au and discover your inner coach today that was so much fun, Simon Blair. Yeah, you didn't. I love it. saying your surname, by the way, <laughs> Simon Blair. Henceforth, you must always use both my first name and surname when yeah, addressing me. Just, yeah, it's a, just a cool. Is it kind of rolls off the tongue. I like it. Um, but speaking, speaking of, <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. Well, but speaking of instantly like people, mm-hmm. I these two ladies Hilarious. talk about keeping it real. Talk about a fun interview and then uh, they ended up interviewing me for their their radio show as well and it was we just had a blast like an hour and a half two hours felt like 10 minutes just fun energy passion expressive laughter real 
Just failure, <laughs> success. Here it is. Here's what we know. Very open. Just yeah. so open. We get it wrong. Sometimes yeah. we get it right. Yeah. We've been doing it for 17 years, so we know a little bit. I like to talk. Yeah. I can relate to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And find a profession on how to get paid in that. Yeah. And go up to people, have the courage to go up to people and go, how did, how did you... Do you get you know? Do you think I could do that? And also, it takes somebody mm. to believe in someone, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It takes someone to tap you on the shoulder and go, "Yeah, I think you could do that." Which is oh, Sonia. Yeah, it's right. Leave that to me. Every time I'm going to get yeah. it wrong. Um, yeah. But the first, in terms of the three qualities of a coach, yes, the first set, which was yes. from Sasha. Sasha. Uh, her second quality or word belief. that she mentioned was was belief and. Mm. Um, and yeah, yeah. The, we haven't heard that a lot, but it's well, we've heard it in discussion from a few coaches, but Correct. in terms of not inequality, one, not even that, mm. that single word descriptor. Mm. Um, and I really that really resonates with me because mm-hmm. the most enjoyable coaching experiences I have, and I think success is when I've truly believed that the individual or group that I'm working with can be far better, different, whatever the thing mm. is that we're trying to move them towards and do it together, mm. um, that, that belief that it's actually possible. Mm-hmm. Like not just as words you throw out, I actually believe it. Yeah. And when I actually believe it, that then comes through yep. in everything. Mm-hmm. That my whole being and energy and technique and all the physiology, physiology, resonates. the whole, yeah. the whole kit and caboodle, yeah, uh, comes out in um, in the smallest moments and the big moments, mm. and mm. Um, and it, it's yeah. a little, it's a big al- one along the similar lines to what then Sonia was talking about with her sliding doors moment. I mean, the fact that they are a team, and yes. that team was brought together by a woman who she was inspired by called uh, Michelle Palmer. Actually, Michelle Palmer, if you're out there, we'd love to have you. <laughs> As Absolutely. a get, if if Sonia was inspired by you, then I I'm, I know I'm going to be inspired by you. What, what, I'm, Let's go I'm to inviting the you to uh, to contact us, or perhaps we uh, we we might contact you um, to be a guest on the coaching podcast, mm. and uh, potentially now we're going to get it. We could get a no, Simon. She oh, could say no. Rejection. How do you deal with rejection? How do you? And when you keep getting no, 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 and. Yeah, which is one of the questions. So it is. Um, how do you handle the nose? Uh, for myself, it's, yeah, it's something. I'd um, love to know. Tell us. Well, I've been tapping into my own emotional response to rejection um, re- recently, and when I say rejection, what tends to happen in well, it happens with with me, and this is probably a, a familiar process for those in business consulting. Uh, where you've got a prospect, you're building a relationship, you might have a couple of meetings in whatever form, face-to-face, over the phone, some email correspondence. Um, you know, you're sending some information, you have proposals and they're you know, you're making it easy for them to make a decision, uh, tailoring your solution to their situation and their need that they've expressed to you and been open with. And then when it comes to the crunch, you know, in terms of making a decision, because at some point you've got to, it's going to happen. Is it going to happen or is it not going to happen? And um, often what tends to occur is, oh, the, yeah, we like it. We sort of want to do it. But how about I give you a Get call you? in about three months? So, yeah. yeah, it's a no. It's a no. It's a no. Yeah. Um, and How do you deal with it? Just very recently, I've noticed that I've stopped having an emotional reaction at all. So just next. 
Just next? next. Instant. Mm. Instant. And I don't even know why that is the case. Mm. Except I just know that it's there and it's uh, um, certainly it's it's a good thing. For, I feel it's a good thing because it's, uh, there's a greater maturity there. Um, I think that's going to be key for me being able to be more adventurous and in in sales and and, and you know um, trying to get more business uh, because I'm not afraid of the rejection. Like mm-hmm. I don't actually care. Mm-hmm. What I care about is getting the client. But at the point when I've done everything I know, and this <laughs> mm. even as I talk about it, I, I, it's becoming clear to me. It's because I know I've done a good job through that process and, everything you and could. I've done everything I could maybe I could have done things better there's always you know, room for improvement mm. but you know I did everything to make it easy for the prospect to, to make a good decision um, and, and whether if it's something they they yeah to make it easy for them to decide to commit or, mm-hmm. or not commit mm-hmm. not to commit and they've decided for their own reasons which has nothing to do with me for things that I will never know or have a handle on and it's often completely different to whatever they say to you because we all lie. When you're not, not going to proceed with something in a business context, it's like when you ring up an organization to maybe cancel a service and they ask you, they try to get you, stop you from leaving mm. and they ask you why, you just say whatever you want to say in that moment because mm. you don't care anymore because mm. you've got your own stuff going on and reasons. So, you know, there's a whole consumer psychology thing around, around that process. But... Mm. Yeah, when you don't don't care because what what can I do? I've done what I needed to do. Certainly, I encourage call back and I will do some follow up and but nothing that's in your face. And yeah, so don't care anymore. Move on. There's always another opportunity. You can't change that. Emma, what is it in terms of rejection for you? Have you got some examples there, or how do you deal with that? Mm. What's some context in next in your? Yeah, look, um, and maybe. You're a little bit older than me, Simon. <laughs> Only just, but... Sorry, why are you laughing? <laughs> no, I don't get it. Why, uh, um, but what I was going to say is... Very little. Maybe, when you maybe say little. When, I'm, when I'm your age <laughs> or when I grow up, which is... In a few months' a time. Bit, like with those ladies, probably never going to happen. Uh, oh, look, you're cruel. I, you're, I, you're nasty. <laughs> I have, I, look, I would say that I take it pretty hard. Uh, I don't handle the nose that well. Okay. Um, I do have a. I do, as my sister would attest. I probably call her, my, you know, my older sister, and I and I just say, listen, never down for more than half a day. But mm. can I just offload and let you know how disappointed that I didn't get this this gig? And I also feel and have a lot of um, experiences around nose, especially around about to go on a trip. Because let's say I'm away for six weeks, you know, we, Australia is so far from the, these yeah. countries that I can't just pop over no, to London for a weekend. Plan, plan it, so if, it. let's say I plan a six-week trip and let's say I've got three really exciting gigs and that's three days within six weeks that are quite spread out. So it's the balance between uh, a reputation where people want you to come, yep. which does happen. And then on the flip side of that, filling in the other days. So you're, mm. and then, oh, you know, oh, we're, you feel like you're scratching for work or you're. Yeah, yeah. You're, just trying to fill up the calendar. Just trying to fill the calendar. Yet, you know, so I'm, I look, at, and sometimes I do get a little bit down around that. And look, mm. and it always seems to work out. 
Mm. I always seem to find the balance because yep. between the downtime or when I can focus on writing my book or whatever it might be. But I look, I do. So what do you what do so you I, think you're actually psychologically you're, you're reacting to? Is it, it could be a common. I think every situation is different, so it just depends. Like if I put in a lot of work to try and get that contract, and at the end of the day you know, they'll say, oh, it's just the wrong date. Well, is it? I've got to self-reflect on that. Is it how I did my pitch? Mm. Was it my flyer? Was it? And often sometimes I struggle because I am I love so many aspects of, say, for example, if it's a tennis client, that they don't know quite where to put me. Mm. And I think yeah, I've, yeah. I've got in the last two years definitely got a lot better at that as you you know you've you've mentioned to me mm. you've seen that difference in actually cutting through and saying hey this is this is a niche area of connecting girls with sport yep. and doing that through effective communication mm. engaging power and develop and that that helps uh, so it's it's finding and fine tuning and tweaking but you know i do i do take the nose um a bit probably more a bit like sonia so i need my sashes in my life which is my sister and a couple of other core people yep. who i can just call and just and just say hey you know this is just how i'm feeling and mm. and i know tomorrow will be better i know this afternoon will be better and uh and i just you know got to get up and, and go again so um Try this exercise. Ask yourself five whys to get to root cause. Okay. To try. To try to get to root cause. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Just to analyze, self-analyze. Peel back the onions. Peel back the onions. Why am I yep. emotionally responding in this manner? Yeah. And that could be different in different contexts and situations. There might not be one, but you may find yeah. some surprising answers to that. Yeah. Um, and who knows what, what they might be. And I, I just think for, for everyone that's uh, ask, trying to analyze, get to root cause, Five yes. Y's should get you to the root cause of any, yeah, great any tip. issue or situation. I really like it. Um, yeah. And uh, that can help, I think, that process of self-awareness. Absolutely. And then because when you're aware of it, then you can make a conscious decision to adjust the your emotion. Yeah. And yeah. chuck it out, change it, yeah. shift it, mm. or just be okay with it. Mm-hmm. And maybe that helps you move on. Might just reduce the time, mm-hmm. you know, from half a day to, you know, half an hour. Mm. And if we could just shift our attention now, I know, you know, we speak a lot about teenage girls. We speak a lot about engaging girls and the dropout rate in sport um, in this, you know, these teenage years. And and I'm really, you know, I just really want to acknowledge um, the comment that she makes around her, you know, the successful coaching story in helping mm-hmm. uh, that young boy in just taking that first step to connect him with somebody who at the school that that he can talk to to break the ice. Yeah, and I and I'd love to, you know, especially just get your take. We we do we talk so much about the importance of empowering young girls, young boys today. Mm. and masculinity especially in australia toughen up you know you dropped your skirt on the fifth hole mm. yeah all those derogatory style man up um I, I, to be honest i think nancy I, boy yeah look I, I actually think that exists in pretty much most cultures on earth you know that male female what it means to be male you know that classic <laughs> you know view yeah. on, harden up. on harden up i think it manifests itself in different ways. Western. But I, no, I think I think that's okay. You're sure, even... sure, there'd be differences, but I I think in most, you know, I struggle off the top of my head to think of cultures where that male female divide isn't uh, in terms of how we, you know, the genders 
are expected to deal with emotions and when mm. things go wrong and mm. you know you know uh, when bad things happen mm-hmm. um, or, or just our you know our psychology and all the, mm-hmm. the challenges that that people have with mental health uh, yeah you know acro- across the world so but but here in Australia I mean you know you and I believe vulnerability is strength there is strength in vulnerability absolutely. but and it's, why, yeah. why is this not taught what needs to happen for this for our young boys to uh, you know to to experience that it's okay to you know understand empathy and understand mm. what it means to, to well, respect women and I, I think it's it's through the work of people like Sonia and Sasha. It's actually Correct. who I agree. keep it real, not afraid to be open, say what needs to be said Call a spade in, a spade. in terms of addressing the issues that are real and exist in unbelievable numbers, mental health. There's certainly been a shift mm. in the, in recent years in Australia and certainly in I imagine a lot of Western mm. countries mm. in terms of a, a broader acceptance of mental health just being um, not to not to diminish it, but what I'm saying is to be treated in a similar way to any other uh, medical issue, illness um, where it doesn't have a um, stigma stigma attached to it. Mm. So going back to boys, I think I think so much of um, how boys, I you know, in doing in dealing with both genders and kids' sport over the years, uh, I see a lot of the, especially with younger kids, awkwardness, self conscious, um, shyness. Uh, they're they're scared. There's fear. I see it in both, and yet it's okay. It's like we project. We all do, I think, based on society's expectations and how you know it's been for a long, long time if not forever, where we project that it, that's okay for girls, but it's not as okay for boys um, to have those feelings. And therefore boys, mm. and even in unconscious ways, I think we, we tend to sort of support that. Supp- they suppress, suppress it. it. Because they've been conditioned mm. to mm. Um, that that's what boys do. Mm. Boys don't cry. Boys don't yeah. show vulnerability because mm. it is... Even if the word isn't used, but it's implied that it's weakness, mm-hmm. and it's not, and it's not, and we, and as talk, coaches yeah. and we as educators, need to, if if I can use the words of Sasha and Sonia, talk, talk, talk. Mm. The time when often we're thinking, oh, that's just the phase, or that's just the stage that that child's going through that they're um, disengaging they're shutting me out mm. that's when she she says we need to fight harder to to talk and we're not talking about even going straight to the source she no, she gives the example dialogue. she gives a great example of of even just saying hey you know I was reading this book what, what do you think about this book or I was reading this show that maybe they might be interested in hey I'd love to talk to you about that episode you want let's just chat yeah and you never know what that can open up and dialogue and keeping the dialogue open. The art of conversation itself for the sake of conversation. In today's day and age, Simon, I just think it's critical. Absolutely. The inner image and the outer image and the the double life with the microcosm of social media that their kids are under today. We, We weren't under that pressure. We still experienced 
you know, certainly teenage um, these these challenges, challenges, issues, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Angst. So you know, I think it's just so critical that we we help build those inner uh, skills, absolutely, to cope. And and the tech. Let's take it back to skill sets that I use in my coaching for communication with customers. Uh, and it's open questions. How to well, not just open questions. It's the combination of questions, but it is about asking questions. And it's getting better at what questions to ask that enable, in this case, your son, your daughter, or a teenager that you're. You have a coaching relationship with, with, yep. with or mm-hmm. you're coaching or supporting. Um, how to get them to, how to start a conversation, the skill of starting conversation and just getting them to talk where instead of just giving yes, no responses mm. or grunts as the case may be. Um, so, you know, I'm definitely going to have a read of the book. Yeah, it's Grab called a copy. Um, The Two Worlds of Your Teenager is what the book is called. And... The, they tell a very funny story that it's in Big W. <laughs> they were so excited when it got in the Big W catalogue. Like I'm talking about like fist pumps under the Duna cover, you know, when you get really excited because yeah, yeah. it goes to every household in Australia. But yep. to, you know, non, non-Australian non listeners, get your hands on a copy for communication tips, mm. which is what this show is all about. Yep. We're always talking about tips. Uh, I can't wait to to get my teeth stuck into this book, mm. and uh, you know it was it's it's fantastic that they're out there still seventeen years still passionate mm. about delivering so much these, passion these, it's these messages just yeah. oozed out didn't it yeah. it was just amazing yeah um, so infectious and uh, I encourage uh, everyone to uh, connect with the girls um, on social media and uh, I know. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be keen to um, certainly. Well, you mentioned you actually did uh, radio. Mm. Their, their they show? have this the the Sasha and Sonia show on on you know community radio. I yeah, mean, check right. it out. Like two hours of absolute gold entertainment. I mean, yeah. I, I had sore stomach muscles actually <laughs> from from the hour and a half I spent with them. So, um, but if we could just uh, finish on Sasha's question, yes, which is about when you're frightened, she said. What tips you over the edge? And then she kind of turned to me to answer it immediately, yeah. and I was like, "Well, I know Simon and I will <laughs> discuss discuss the answer." But so, so I have so, had yeah. time, I guess. So what I'm saying, and she and she mentioned uh, so she finished that by saying that so you can have that thought process of yes, I can do this. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I want to answer that. Because I've had a bit of time to even think about the answer, <laughs> but if I could, in 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 two, it's twofold. So one, as part of that time, I had the opportunity to ask Roger Federer what makes a great coach. My my warm up question to him. Uh, she always likes to mention Roger Federer. Have yeah, you noticed that? Why not? <laughs> He's arguably one of the you know the greatest male tennis players uh, <laughs> of all time. Um, yeah. So Roger was playing Marino Matoskovic first round U.S. Open, right? And of course, you know, he wasn't. There's was a bit of a difference there in, in ranking, and so he wasn't expected you know, to, to win. So I asked Roger, I said, do you still get nervous? Um, which I guess is another form of, of fear or yeah, yeah. frightened. And and he said, yeah, look, because I care. So, but it's just a different level mm. of nervousness. And so that question that, so that was one thought that came to mind. And then the, so the second part of that for me is about how do you tip yourself over the edge? Well, you do it in a way 
and this has been my experience my entire career, where it's just that little bit out of my comfort zone. Mm. So I'm first, you know, took 10 and under teams away locally. Then I take them away that represent yeah, Victoria yeah. and then I took the 12s. Yep. The Australian team yep. and then the 14s to eight, the Oceanic yep. Asian Championship. Then we go to the Worlds and then Junior Fed Cup, so for, just for example. So you're just adjusting each time and then you're just stretching just that Stretching bit that little bit further and surrounding myself with people that have already been there and done that. And then when I've been there and done that, that gives me the grounding and the confidence to then do it again or go that next level just depending on what, on what the goals are. Yeah. So that's how I, I guess I tip myself over the edge. And, of course, the magic question for me is what is the worst thing that can happen? And, of course, the answer is no. Mm. You could be rejected. Yeah. And for me at the moment, you've asked me to self-reflect on, you know, I'm, I'm never down for more than half a day, but even you're saying... Half a day is a long time. It is a long time. Compared to where I'm at right now. That's right. A completely different scenario. But I think in all its form, I mean, yeah. rejection is rejection. And um, yeah. in and it's and we so, are talking about yeah in a business context. Absolutely. So, and, and when things do hurt a little bit, mm. it makes you try harder. When things are, you know... For me, if yes. it is a little bit like, gee, that you know what, I didn't get that today, and I'm a bit, I'm disappointed. And disappointment can then, as long as there's lessons to be learnt, can propel you forward. Absolutely. And there's, let's think about even how Sasha and Sonia came on the podcast. They contacted us. Mm. They were the first, you know, our podcast was the first one that they ever listened to. Yes. And wanted Which to was connect. amazing. Yeah. We're, we're, <laughs> I still don't know how that's happened. But. Yeah, it was your beautiful Google Analytics. You, you know, Simon's into that. He's, he's, so, um, Obviously something's working. Yeah. Hey, absolutely. <laughs> Must be the nice graphics. <laughs> <laughs> and I the do, fun. I do them myself. <laughs> and the fun that we have together. Oh, absolutely. Like those girls. They have so much fun and, yep. you know, I think it's uh, a really so – they bring up some great questions so well, you were just to finish. So um, they reached out to me first. Yeah. Uh, firstly, which, which we didn't know. We didn't even know about. Tell each other. Um, and I had a little bit of correspondence with, with Sasha. Sasha, and uh, where she approached me just through Messenger, uh, and thought sounds great. Um, uh, mentioned that she found the podcast, didn't know that was the first one that I'd ever listened to, said, I'll have a look at your staff and get back to you and um, uh, had a, a couple of bits of correspondence. But then I got an invitation uh, to their, Attend their book, book launch. Book launch. Um, it just coincided with me. I was during that time uh, up to my eyeballs with a whole lot of you know, family work stuff. Commitments. Um, mm. I quickly checked the date. I thought, actually not available um, moved on to the next thing uh, because it was online, didn't have a physical thing. It was sort of because it wasn't important to me at that time because I'd already. Mm. So th- this is me giving deliberately real insight into what actually a no. happened, which is a no. From your side. From, for, for them mm. uh, in their interaction with me. But uh, I never actually got back and said, uh, nah, not coming. It sort of, I just, just put it aside and. And then it was only when I um, saw some social media activity. Oh, they had their book launch. Oh, that's right. I remember getting invited to that. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I couldn't go and, and, and what have you. But that's my perspective and that's my experience and that's a real yeah. scenario for me. Yeah, which happens but, a lot. But flip it to their side. You know, what assumptions get made. Yeah. People project 
Yeah, you know, Simon didn't even get back to me. Is he just rude? Yes, or... Possibly. And... <laughs> no, but he's... I'm not denying <laughs> Sorry, girls. Uh... <laughs> and on the flip side but of that... I'm also a bloke. Does that give me a, a pass? <laughs> no. Cop out. Sasha and Sonia, I apologise for my co-host in that moment. Well, now I'm feeling guilty. Good. Because <laughs> the interview was so good. It was so good. So on that note... He's now the other side, of yes. course, similar. I got Sasha contacted me through Messenger. And then um, my sister, who's, who is just an incredible person, uh, my middle sister, who's a, um, a fantastic GP, yep. um, a really caring, goes above and beyond really with, you know, some of her patients and she really shows great care. And so I was chatting away to her and I was talking about um, the double life of teenagers and the pressures that they're under through social media because my yeah, sister yeah. has two teenage you know daughters and she's like you need to meet this friend of mine who's actually she's got a book launch on friday and it's the two worlds of your teenager and i'm like oh this sounds familiar <laughs> is her name sasha and she's no her name's sonia i was like oh no two different no uh, not the right person uh yeah right team <laughs> So I had, after that moment... Oh. So had you I got had the to, invite, you had received yeah, the invite? from Sasha. So I just need to ask, have you, did you, had you responded to them about that yourself? Because uh, I, I was overseas and I said, it looks oh, great. Oh, come the excuses. No, so, <laughs> no, not at all. No, I was going to come, but as you know... Did was, you communicate with them that was, you weren't, you were coming, weren't coming? I was, had the flus last week. So right. it was last Friday night. Yeah. So as, as you know, because we were meant to do the coaching podcast. That's right, yes. Um, so I actually was, I had all in, yeah, I, I RSVP'd by calling, picking up the phone and calling because... <laughs> I'm I'm old school. I'm like, can I? It's quicker for me oh, too to get it. your mobile number, and no, I, I which was I easier for did, me. And I that. rang her, and then of course, because we then had the the mutual connection. Obviously, is when that I, why you called her when we put? Well, it ha, it gave the extra motivation as well. Oh, and but to go. be honest, it, but it was, to be honest, no, it was about <laughs> you would no, have it was done about it anyway. The, the double the double life and the the interest that I have in this area of teenagers. And the microcosm of, mm. of social media, and mm. also the the choices that they get to at the, yeah. you know, when the when this the brain is undergoing this intense neural change, yeah. and and look that that was just a pure um, a complete uh, career interest mm. in what they were doing, and then I had to connect once there was the mutual connection, yeah. And you know when when as we know referral business, once my sister said you have to meet this person, I you know of course I'm going to pick up, I'm going to continue to follow that up. Mm. And so, you know, on that note... Well, I'm glad one of us has yeah. done the right but it, thing. No, it's not even about... It's about yeah, no, I don't, the nose. I'm, I'm joking. But, but exactly. it's an example of you... The, this was real. I, I genuine, um, you know, the road to intention is... Road to hell is paved with good intentions. Uh, I had every intention, but it was literally just craziness in my life uh, for that, the couple of weeks around, around that time. Um and but uh, yeah, I had genuine interest too. I mean, mm. there was was a little bit of uh, communication back and forth um, b- between us, and uh, I'm just glad that yeah, you know, they were. And he, here's a great lesson: they were persistent. That's right. They try tried multiple pathways. That's right. And as a result, they ended up on our show, and I ended, ended up back on their and radio you're on their show. show. I finally get to hear these yeah ladies doing their thing and. Mm just amazing infectious and infectious and and we're going to be following them and uh we're excited about you never know what 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 opportunities could uh absolutely could come could come out of this so so when people approach you for stuff like 
so many of the yeah. guests where we've approached to be yeah. on our show. Keep trying. People mainly say yes mm. to that. Mm. So, yeah, when opportunities come your way like that, even if it's a little bit out of your comfort zone, mm. be open to it. Give it a keep, crack. Keep it real. And uh, and actually on their radio show, they do like like rap music. So, I'm oh, Simon, God. I know Here that you, again. Yeah, that's probably why I can't. It took me back to my Tennessee days, oh, uh, a bit of R&B. So, don't, don't I know stop. you don't like it, but you know what? Coaching is all about. It's not about you. So, I think we should... Put our little rap song oh, in just to start. end, end I the... I was going to start rapping. Oh, yes, I was. <laughs> uh, all right. Insert rap song here. Let's go. Thanks, Simon. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Sasha. Thank you, Sonia. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, ladies. Thanks, Emma. That was uh, terrific. I said a hit. The hip, the hip, the hip, the hip, the hip, hop, you don't stop the rocket to the bang, bang, boogie, say up, jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie to beat. Now what you hear is not a test, I'm rapping to the beat. And me, the Massive thanks to our guests on this episode, Sonia Karras and Sacha Kaluri. You can purchase their new book, The Two Worlds of Your Teenager, which is an engaging and informative read for teenagers and their parents. It's available from all leading retailers, both online and in stores across Australia. For more details about their book, recent media appearances and other great content, visit their Facebook page. Just search Sonia and Sasha, that's Sonia S-O-N-Y-A and Sasha S-A-C-H-A and also their website, sonyaandsasha.com.au. The Coaching Podcast is proudly brought to you by Five Degrees, Australia's number one in quality monitoring and coaching for contact centres. And thanks to emmadoyle.com.au, speaker, mentor and performance coach. My name's Jane Neild, producer for The Coaching Podcast. Thanks for listening. So after school, I take a dip in the pool, which is really on the wall. I got a color TV so I can see the Knicks play basketball. Him and talk on my checkbook, but it costs more money than a sucker could ever spend. But I wouldn't give a sucker or a bum from the rock and not a dime till I made it again. Everybody go, oh, tell, oh, tell, what you gonna do today? Cause I'm gonna get a fly girl, gonna get some spring and drive.